listening to 525 Sports with Ace Finch and Cameron Schneider. What's going on, everybody? Back at you again uh, with uh, Cameron. We're back at you this week with me. I'm not uh, flying solo this week. My partner is back with me. Guess who's back? Back again. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Keep keep introducing yeah, we got Eminem me. Eminem in the house, apparently. Uh, I've created a monster because nobody want to see Shady no more. They won't. Uh, I just butchered that. That's the wrong lyrics. But I'm good. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Happy anniversary to my beautiful wife, who does not listen yes. to our who does not listen to our podcast. Uh, All right. right. Yeah, I know. I know. I try you to get her. Me? She does not. What a shame. I know. Shame. She could get us up to a whole twenty listeners a week, but uh, nope, she's got better. She got better things to do. Well, my wife—that's that's that's proof that I uh, that that my wife is supportive, and uh, she does listen. You need to get you need to get on that cam. My my uh, wife is uh, supportive of ninety nine point nine percent of the things that I do, and she is a saint because she puts up with me. So if she doesn't listen to my podcast. If that's the only fault she has, I am totally winning at this thing called marriage. But see, now you're, right. su- you're sucking up to her, and she won't even hear it. So <laughs> you're right. You're right. Here, here we go, guys. Uh, we're gonna get into free agency. Uh, Ten minutes, a double dip of free agency for you, and then some other podcast podcast topics. We got some really good topics for you today. Uh, Cam, let's get into it. Uh, Biggest disappointments, biggest surprises of the free agency period for you, what are they? Biggest disappointment is... Uh, no, not necessarily disappointment, biggest surprise. But just go with biggest, uh, biggest uh, surprises, things that, that shocked you, you didn't expect to happen, all that sort of stuff. Well, if you're, we were going back like two or three weeks, um, well, whenever the finals ended. Right. My my biggest my dis- biggest shocker after the finals ended is that Kevin Durant opted out of his final year with the Golden State Warriors and chose to become a, a free agent. I thought for certain that looking into this next year, that with Kevin Durant more than likely having to sit out the entire year due to an injury, it would just be like a no-brainer. I'll take the easy money from Golden State and then I'll be a free agent the, the following year. And he would he would have his pick of the litter as to where he wanted to go. He, he'd be the biggest free agent name out there um, yeah. the following year. Not that he wasn't the biggest free agent name this year. It was just a super stacked class of free agents this year. So that was my Cam. biggest that was my, my biggest surprise. Cam, uh-huh. I have a caveat. I have, I have a bit of a caveat to that. I don't mean to cut you off. But you do it all the time. If- Ask your wife. Go ahead. No, see, see, now you two need to stop this teaming up on me. But, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> what if, <laughs> what if Kevin Durant comes back next year and he's just not the same player, or the injuries worse than we thought, and he doesn't get the opportunity to take the money? Also, doesn't get the opportunity to play with his friend Tyree. That's what this is all about, right? Yeah. It's about the opportunity to play with his buddy, because that's sort of the era that we're in. That's true. You want to play? Players want to play with their friends, and so, what if he comes back and 
I know that Kobe Bryant was a lot older when this injury happened, but like 90% of dudes that have this injury don't come back as what even close to what they were. So Right, and, 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 the, and the Nets have to know that or else they wouldn't have signed him to the money that they did. Right, and even close to what they were for Kevin Durant, let's be honest, if we're talking, I know Cameron, you don't play 2K, but if he's a 97 on 2K, he's going to be like an 86. Right, he's still going to be really good. Is that good? He's going to be the player that he was. Is that good or something? I don't. I don't video game like you, young kids. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm Cap. I'm with it. I play the, play the, the video game machines. Uh, <laughs> at, the, at the, at the arcade. Yeah, you play your GameCube and your Xbox. Hey, I do play GameCube games. Do not disparage the GameCube. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Right. I play them on my Wii. Oh gosh, are you serious? I'm not, I'm not how, how many video game consoles do you have presently? Uh, presently, if we Be- include between you between we, you and Brock, but Brock's only got one. So, uh, so I have an Xbox One. Uh, my wife has a PlayStation Two, and then we have a Wii as well that also plays GameCube games. So if you double that into two. Um, I have four, but if you if you take the Wii as one console, because it really is one console, then I have three. Okay, um, so if we were to take those four and then add them to the, the consoles I have, the average would be two, because I have yeah. zero. You don't have any, because you're not hip. Like no, you don't play I'm not. I read books. Well, you're an old man. Yeah. I read books, too, okay? Well, I read audiobooks. Doesn't count. But, That's uh, listening to a book. It's like a podcast for your ears. Because a podcast for your <laughs> eyes is something different. Let's just hey. gl- let's just gloss over that. What's what's yeah. this? What was the second part of the first question I was supposed to answer? My biggest surprise and my biggest what? <laughs> I, just, I just realized what I said. Yeah, you're an idiot. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like a podcast for your ears. That's like saying, oh. It, <laughs> It's like food, but for your mouth. <laughs> oh, by, by the way, real quick, since I'm, I'm being an idiot, I'm going to be one again this weekend, and uh, and I, I think this is funny, so I'm going to tell the people. Uh, this weekend, my family is in, a, is in a co-ed softball tournament that I am coaching, and my, my last name is Spence, my sister's last name is Morgan, and one of my sisters is married to a guy named Langbart. So we are Team FML this weekend. The Team Feed uh, Feed My Llamas. Feed My Llamas. We are Team Feed My Llamas this weekend. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what, what was your biggest surprise? Uh, what was your biggest surprise for free agency? Dude, my biggest surprise is the Knicks striking out. Um, they didn't sign Kevin Durant, as was widely reported they were going to do, up until about 12 hours ago. Uh, 24 hours ago. They didn't surprise. They didn't uh, sign uh, Kyrie Irving, and uh, they lost DeAndre Jordan. So, so let's let's check out what's been done to the Knicks in the last day. They they didn't sign the best player in the world. They didn't sign the best point guard in the world. They lost their best player. Not only did they lose those three, they lost them to their biggest rival. Not only did they lose those three to their biggest rival. They didn't sign. They didn't get to draft Zion Williamson or John Morant. Which, if you don't draft one of those two, um, 
pretty much in this draft, you're hoping if you didn't get one of the top two picks, you're hoping for a role player at some point down the road. Um, and then not only did all of that happen within the last, what, Cam, two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Right? Not only did all that happen within the last two weeks, they traded their best player in order to sign all the guys that I just mentioned, and they didn't do it. How They had, so, they had what, $70 million in cap space? I think I think I heard something that. Like, something like it. Because they, well, they traded Christoph Porzingis, who was their future, to try to sign Kevin Durant, and they couldn't do it. And so if you're a Knicks fan this morning, you should you should want to go burn James Dolan's office. You should you should boycott Madison Square Garden, not because it's MSG, but because the Knicks play there and they have been. Hey, hey, they did huh. they did sign Julius Randle. Oh yeah, who, who is who is Zion big, Williamson without hops? Big big whoop. I mean, I mean, Julius Randle's a nice player, but he, he but, averaged twenty and ten last year. Come on, come on, he's not he's not Kevin Durant. I, I never, he, I never said he was Kevin Durant. He's a nice player, but it's it, you're right. It's not like they signed Kyrie or Kimba or J- no. not even Jimmy Butler. They got no. <clears throat> they got nothing in return. So now you've got Julius Randle as your best player. You've got no number two. You who's there, who name one player on the Knicks roster other than Julius Randle, right? Now. Uh Kevin Knox. Okay, name two. So Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, uh RJ Barrett. Okay, okay. That that count. He just he just got drafted by the I'm just doing a simple exercise that you're asking me to do, but go ahead. Okay. No, you're being a you're being a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon my friend. Anyway, the point is they don't have anybody that you want to build a future with. They've got a really nice head coach in David Fisdale, but they've got no hope to win games. You gotta have players, Cameron. I know. And, I know. And and dude, the be- the John Wooden couldn't win with his roster. Is Kevin Knox a Nick? Am I Yes, he, yes, he is. Man, I'm so smart. I'm so good at the NBA. I, I think I think Tim Hardaway Jr. might be too, but that's I mean I, what do you have? <laughs> and it's, it's and and this, this is the franchise that has been horrible, awful, no good. One of the one of the one of the NBA's biggest, most important franchises has been atrocious for two decades. Very, and they're not. Any better, any Me- mediocre at best is what they've been since they've lost in the lost in the NBA Finals. I believe is in is it, no, it was in the is in ninety nine. I think no, is either in late nineties or early two thousands. That was when they had uh, Patrick Ewing at the end. Yeah, Patrick Ewing at the end. Latrell Sprewell, Allen Houston. It was a pretty solid good squad. It was a pretty good solid squad. team, but uh, they ended up losing uh, in the NBA Finals. Um, but yeah, what, well, let's ask you one more question and we should move on to our next topic. So after, after yeah. the dust is settled and it really hasn't settled all the way yet. Cause Kawhi Leonard hasn't picked a place to play yet. Um, no, the best player in the, in the class. Really better than Durant. Well, 
as of right now, yeah, because we don't know what Durant's going to be in, in two. You're years. right. You're right. So who is who would be your your title front runner now? Um, if the if Kawhi signs with the Lakers, then it's the Lakers hands down. If Kawhi doesn't sign with the Lakers, then it's still the Lakers. Uh, Lakers, no matter what. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I think that that them getting uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis constitutes having two of the top five players in the world. I think that Frank Vogel is a very good coach. Um, I think that they they are they will be able to get. Um, some supporting cast pieces around them because that's what LeBron's always been really good at doing. Uh, they, it, it, no matter whether it's in the beginning of the season or at the trade deadline, well, they'll, they always, they'll be working for like $200 for their contract because they have no money to spend on anybody. I know, uh, I know that. They'll be, know they'll that. be signing like the backup point guard from uh, Benedictine College and then they'll head on down to Emporia State and find the ask the red shirt freshman who sits on the bench if uh, he could play uh, shooting guard for them, because that, that's how much money that they're going to have have to play with afterwards. I know, I know, but it, but hey, don't disparage the Hornets. Stingers up. Stingers up. Uh, move on. Let's move if, on to our next topic because we're running out of time. We're thirteen minutes in. What do you want to talk about I next? Oh, uh, let's talk about Kevin Keithman. I didn't get your thoughts last week. This segment's all yours. Uh, Tell me your thoughts on Kev. By the way, break uh, uh, update from last week. He was fired from ten. Yes. So, what are your thoughts? All right. Here, here's my entire take. I've never been a Kevin Keatsman fan. Um, nope. He he used his platform as having like the primetime slot in Kansas City Sports Talk Radio. He used it as a pulpit to bully people. The guests he would have on on a regular basis, like Jack Harry and Frank Bull, he would just try to make them look foolish. If you called in and you disagreed with him, he would make you out to look like a fool. Um, I thought he did lazy radio at times. I'm not, I, I get from time to time it's fun for a radio show host to take calls but he did it too often, and it, that's just lazy radio. It's kind of like, hey, Chiefs lost on Sunday night football, 14-13, to 13, and the defense gave up the game-winning touchdown with two minutes left. Well, I want to hear your thoughts. We'll take your calls next. And they do that for 20 minutes. Okay, great. You're filling in time because you're, you're really not that good at your job. Um, he just, like, if, if you were against him, then you are a total complete idiot and he could cut you off at any time when you were calling in and then just, you know, use this platform to be an absolute total bully. What he said was totally inappropriate, totally stepped over the line. Um, whether he, he meant to um, target Andy Reed's late son or his son that uh, is still on the coaching staff. He left that pretty open. He should have been more specific with his words um, well, I, and I think what really got him fired wasn't his comments. It was the way he went about butchering his apology. Because even, even in his apology, 
he played classic Kevin Keatsman of, I'm sorry, but this is what I really meant. It's like he would have been better suited to just say to the Reed family, I'm extremely sorry. My words were hurtful. I've never been in that situation of losing a child. And he should have just shut up. He shouldn't have gone on to well, try shouldn't have gone on and tried to explain what he meant. Just say you're sorry, take your lumps and shut up. Because for the most part, the news cycle is twenty four to seventy two hours. And if he would have just shut up, taken his lumps, got suspended for a certain amount of time, and then just not made it a bigger issue, then he would have been fine, I think. People would have right. gotten over it. Now, here, here's the one thing that I did not like about the situation was the backlash that was on social media over it all. Twitter, it, 50% of the time, um, I should go higher percentage, 75% of the time, I think Twitter is good. It's entertaining. You can get a lot out of it. Um, and it's just kind of a nice way to escape. 25% of the time, it's like mob mentality. And I guess it's the modern day letter to the editor because people can voice their opinions of pleasure or displeasure with just a few taps of the finger and click send or click tweet. And I saw some stuff on Twitter, like just shots taken at Kevin Keatsman that I'm like, would you go up that to him and say that to his face? Seriously? Like yeah. I had a, one guy I follow. I'm not going to say his name, but he's from back home. Um, and Kevin Keesman like tweeted out his half-hearted apology, which is what it is in my opinion. And this guy replied with, "You're scum." Like, would you go up to Kevin Keesman and to his face tell him that he's scum? No, yeah, I wouldn't. Would you? No, 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 no. So I mean, I think that had a big role in it. The the backlash on social media. Had this had these comments happened fifteen years ago, I don't think we would be talking about this on any radio station, or it wouldn't have been written about it in any newspaper. It wouldn't have we wouldn't be talking about it on a podcast. But ultimately, after Keatsman butchered that whole apology, and after the comments, it was the right thing to do to let him go. So yeah, those are my two cents. Yeah, I think I think if he if he wouldn't have brought up. If he wouldn't have brought up um, Andy Reid's family, and he would have just said that Andy Reid's not good at fixing people, meaning he's not good at fixing guys that have off-field issues and turning them into stand-up citizens and keeping them from having problems off-field. If he would have said nothing else about Andy Reid's family, it would have been fine. Right. But but he had to take that extra step. And and say what he said and bring the family part of it out. That's what cost him a job. And I get it. There's so many. He tried to make it relatable. There, there's so many radio personalities that they just go for the shock value in their job to get people listening. And he got people were listening. He got people's attention. It made right. national news. Lewis Riddick right. tweeted about it. It was on Bleacher Report. Um, it was on awful announcing. It was on dead spin. It was everywhere. But, you know, sometimes shock value, it comes around to bite you in the butt. I mean, he did it for 22 yeah. years. So, Sayonara, Kevin Keatsman. 
I really hope they don't move Petro to his time slot because I think Seren is a great in the 10 to 2 hour. But uh, that's just my Seren opinion. Is a great Seren's my- but anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Third topic. Uh, we got five minutes to get through three topics. I don't think it's going to happen. We got, we got two more. Two more. We got two more? Oh, yeah, because we did a double dip. We did the double dip. Kareem Kareem Hunt got caught today. I shouldn't say caught. It was uh, reported earlier this morning that Kareem Hunt got into an altercation in a Cleveland bar over the weekend. Um, Uh There's since been some video that has surfaced of him talking to police officers in the Cleveland area about a small argument that he got into with a friend at said bar. On the surface, to me, this is a major red flag because this is just another notch in the belt of Kareem Hunt's disciplinary issues. This is just yeah. another thing to put on John Dorsey that he does not employ quality individuals. Let, let's call it what it is. A lot of this goes back to John Dorsey, and I don't think he gets enough um, blame for you yeah. know allowing certain individuals opportunities to make money playing professional football. All right, he drafted Tyreek Hill, mistake. He drafted Kareem Hunt, maybe not mistake in drafting him, but then John Dorsey got fired. He went to Cleveland. Kareem Hunt got released from the Chiefs because of the domestic issue that he had and kicking a woman. Guess who's the first person to give his old buddy boy a call and come play for the Cleveland Browns? John Dorsey. Yeah. So if you're Cleveland, you're wanting your, your new running back. He's, he's got a suspension already, but you're wanting him to just like lay low. Like, dude, on a Friday night, don't go out. On Saturday night, don't go out. You can have a social life, but – You've clearly got an anger issue, and maybe that anger issue increases when you're drinking. So stay away from bars and stay away from people who piss you off. It's not that difficult to do. No, I I think you're right. Um, John Dorsey seems to uh, employ dudes that he's he's kind of a win-at-all-cost guy Mm -hmm. uh, to where he – you know, Baker Mayfield – Say what you want about him. He's not the highest character of fella. He's not. Uh, he can he can win games, but but he's just not. He's not somebody that you want to play. You want playing quarterback for you in the National Football League in terms of a character thing. And I think that I look. I think the Browns are going to be a dumpster fire this year, and I think that's part of the reason why they have expectations. They have flash, and when you got an arrogant quarterback and an arrogant loudmouth GM. And an unproven head coach. And it, Tell me the last time that went well together. And an arrogant wide receiver. And, and an arrogant wide receiver a, running, a, loud a running back who can't keep himself out of trouble off the field. Uh, right. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work out. If it, no, it's, if, it, it's if it doesn't go up in flames this year, it will go up in flames next year. Okay, They're, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. They're not. Sorry, Cleveland fans. Sorry, Baker Mayfield fans. They're not winning that division. They're not. Who's the, They're not. You think the Steelers are going to win it or the yeah. Ravens? Yeah, one of those two. Yeah. It's not going to be Cleveland. <laughs> Have you seen their schedule? It's rough. It's brutal. They're not winning that division. So, 
uh, yeah, this is going to end badly for John Dorsey. Again, because one, he's loud. Two, he signs dudes that aren't high, high character. Because it, it wasn't the players that he was putting on the field in Kansas City. That wasn't the issue. He was putting together quality players, and he, and he hired a quality staff. But he sucked at he sucked at managing this. Hire Andy Reid, huh? Did Scott Pioli hire Andy Reid, or was that John Dorsey? I think, if I remember correctly, Andy Reid got hired first, and then John Dorsey got hired after him. That's right. And so the real reason I think that John Dorsey got fired was his inability to manage the salary cap. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like I said, it's just a win at all costs thing. Yep. So let's go. You know, this thing. Cleveland is not not getting well. Last topic, base yep. baseball, baseball, baseball. We're past the halfway point, even though the All Star Game isn't here yet. That's coming up here very very soon. Uh, I wanted to just touch on baseball, the very last topic of the show today, um, and we're just going to briefly go through this. What's uh, one surprise from the first half that you had, and what is one um, disappointment? Well, my, my my disappointment, honestly, is um, I thought the Padres were going to be a little bit better than they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with, with signing Hosmer and Manny Machado, and I thought those two, and they got some young guys that are pretty good. Fernando Tatis I, Jr., solid player. Fernando Tatis Jr. is very good. And so I thought they were going to be maybe a playoff contender. Um, doesn't look like they're going to be that at all. No. So, so that's that's if I was a Padres fan, I would be very disappointed with how the first half is gone. Um, and then, and then my biggest um, surprise is the Twins. Yeah, uh, I thought that, I thought that, I thought that, that was the AL Central with Cleveland's to have, uh, and then the Twins would sort of come out of nowhere, which happens, you know, every baseball season. We have one team that just springs up out of nowhere and makes a surprise run. Uh, that looks to be the Twinkies this year. What are yours? My biggest surprise, I'm going to keep it local, is the emergence of Hunter Dozier with the Kansas City oh. Royals. Um, it's taken him a long time to get to where he's at. He's a first-round draft pick out of Stephen F. Austin. Spent a long time in the minor leagues for somebody who was drafted out of college. But before he got injured recently, he was a you know he had a, a batting average over three three hundred. Um, he had an on-base percentage. Over 400, he had a super high uh, OPS, just hitting the ball really, really well. He's my biggest surprise um, from the first half of the season. My biggest disappointment is the falling off of the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. I went and watched um, the Royals play the Mariners there, I want to say, the second or third week of the season, and they absolutely crushed the Royals. Um, they Vogelbach hit a home run. Um, this is still when Edwin Encarnacion was a Mariner. I think he hit a home run. D. Gordon, uh, super, super flashy player, super quick. Um, and they're just hitting bombs, and they're playing really, really well. And I, I, I should have known that it was going to come back to earth because, you know, they're in the AL West. They've got to contend with the Houston Astros. And I, that, that was the Astros' division to lose. But um, I would say that the the Mariners uh, are super is my my disappointment from the first half. All right, guys, 
uh, that's all we got for you this week. Cameron, you want to say anything to people before we go? Uh, nothing comes to mind. Uh, give me a follow on Twitter at Heyschneid. Um, give Ace a follow on Twitter. Ace, what's your Twitter handle? At AceBoogie underscore 11. And tweet us any topic ideas that you want to hear us talk about. We also have an email. We've never had anybody email us for topic ideas. It's 525sports at gmail.com. That's the word five, F-I-V-E, the number two, number five, sports at gmail.com. We look forward to talking to you guys next week. Peace out. Cameron, you think you think we've never had somebody dis, uh, discuss, uh, email us a podcast topic because we've never given out our email? No, I just – That may have no, something to do with it. I think people don't listen. That's why they don't give us uh, topic ideas. All right, guys. Have a have a happy Fourth of July. We'll try to get more listeners and more podcast ideas for you. Talk to you later.